The Youthscape Podcast. Listen up, listen up. It's the Christmas Bells! Oh, happy Christmas, Rachel. Happy Christmas, Martin. Happy Welcome. Christmas, Youth Ministry Community. Welcome to the Escape Podcast Woo-hoo! Christmas Edition 2019. If you're listening to this live, it's Christmas Eve Eve. It's a double Eve. Is it? Yeah, because tomorrow it's Christmas Eve and Wednesday it's Christmas Day. Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Do your family Eve. open an extra present on Christmas Eve? My family are ripping presents open all the time. It's out of control, oh, I really? tell you. I think so. we're going to do pyjamas this year. Christmas pyjamas. Is that what your family does? You're going to do Christmas pyjamas? On Christmas Eve. Oh, so like unwrapping. they wear the Christmas pyjamas and then they'll go and have a very long sleep and have a massive lie-in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh. Good luck with that. Woo! There we go. So we should say, we are being very festive. We're being so And so it's a very exciting day in the Youthscape podcast recording studio because we're being filmed. This is... Hello, just this is for the camera. Hello. If you're listening, then you can't see this. Hello, we're uh, but if you're watching, then you can. That's how the two different mediums work. So, uh, so Rachel Thanks, Boomer and Rachel. <laughs> yes, that's that. Rachel. Nice yeah, I know it is, yes. but I'm not that old. No, you're not. Rachel and I are also in festive dress. Well, headgear. Festive headgear. When are you ever in festive dress? Festive headgear, and we have tinsel around the place. I actually ban tinsel from my house. So my daughter this year has has coined a new thing. We have to go around our housing estate where we live and look for Christmas cool. So decorations that are quite nice. Oh yeah. Christmas um, cultured or classy. Christmas classy, and then Christmas crazy. And then on top of that, it's Christmas cray cray. And the houses that are Christmas cray cray are like where you cannot see a house. Oh, just yeah. so many lights. Just all lights. So much tinsel. Wow. So much snowmen waving. You know what I'd love to do? This is very middle-aged of me, but I'd love to hook up a smart meter to oh, one, of those, one of those houses with the, uh, you know, with the massive displays at the front. And, and just, just see how much money they're spending on can illuminating. You, can you now tell us the voice that you would use to go and tell them how much money they're spending? Uh, hello. Yeah, it would, it would. Uh, have you had a smart meter installed? <laughs> It's uh, it's very informative. Exactly. Do you know? Do you know that I've just had a smart meter installed? I'm slightly obsessed with it. I keep walking around the house and turning off like my son's PlayStation. The child's somewhere. Somebody's somewhere. Somebody switched a light on. Oh my goodness! Screw Who switched a light on? Christmas Eve. Somebody's on our Wi-Fi. So anyway, Scrooge. Who's gonna? We're gonna have the lights switched off in a minute. It's gonna be crazy in here. So tell us. Let's look back. Let's look. Let's do a little montage now. Let's look back over this past year oh, yeah. in Podcastville. So my favourites, my standout ones, oh, there were loads of them, like Helen Kittle and Lucy Wimber, but I think Christy Wimber, I loved oh, interviewing yeah. Christy Your Wimber. Your friend, Christy Wimber. My friends, my girl, Christy Wimber. And then Pete Gregg, who still, you still owe him a fiver. Still owe five pounds. awkward. He's now adding more to it, there's interest. Yeah. So you're going to owe him a yacht before too. Wow. But I love those interviews. They yes. were great. And also partly because I think when we began this, like we invited a few of our close friends thinking nobody really would want to be on this podcast with us apart from those we can kind of shoehorn and get here under false pretenses. But this past year, we've had so many different voices of people who are becoming friends or we're getting to know them and getting to know us. That's been really exciting, like a broader voice. Yeah. It was a broader voice. Broad that's almost voice. like if we were a highbrow podcast, that's what we call ourselves. A broader voice. A broader voice. <laughs> Youthscape presents a broader voice. Okay. With Rachel Gardner <laughs> and Martin Saunders. And her little elf. So what do we your... Well, you're not like an elf. 
absolutely fine. I don't look like a very butch. We should get on to what I look like, a very butch centre. <laughs> centre. Uh, Who were your favourites? My favourites, uh, well, I, I don't really, ha- I don't have favourites, I often lie to my children. I um, <laughs> I, I loved uh, Trey Shepherd, oh, who we got yes. quite by coincidence, because he was walking past us in a corridor, oh, uh, and we sat down and had this brilliant conversation about everyday miracles, signs and wonders mm. I thought was amazing. Um, and I remember the uh, the wonderful women from uh, Joel's Bar yes, as well. Pippa, uh, Pippa and Grace. And Grace. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed that one. So, that uh, But we've had a good year. We've had a really funny... And I have to say, these recording days are really fun. And yeah. I know that we love the sound of our own voice. We do. And, and, and this is a time probably to thank all you phenomenal listeners. Because a real high point for me was at the National Youth Ministry Weekend 2019. Where we... we with producer Amy, we sort of said, shall we, shall we do a live? Shall we do a live podcast? No. that's No that's one a, will come. No one will come. That's a bit up ourselves really, yeah, isn't it? And a little bit. there's so many other things people are doing. And, and so we kind of half... Not half-heartedly, we didn't want to, but felt a bit awkward. And then we did it. And there was such a great turnout of people who genuinely, like genuinely are in this with us. And I was mm. quite blown away, I have to say. Yeah, it was a lovely time. And so we are going to, we recorded it. Yeah. Because otherwise it wouldn't really be a live a podcast little, recording. It would it be a really live. more sort of... Are allowed to call it live though? Because it wasn't live. Well, it was. Oh, oh I see. In it was live. Grand medium. It was Youthscape Podcast Live. Oh, I see. Okay, that was how we build it. <laughs> That's the and in many ways, that's what, that's what it was. That's the voice. No. <laughs> no, that's the voice. I have to say, actually, another highlight for me. So Martin and I are good friends, and we do see each other occasionally outside of this very forced environment. But honestly, Martin, the stories that you bring out in the podcast, I would, I would for the rest of my life, fake record a podcast with you just to have <laughs> access to your ridiculous stories. Like, who else in your friendship circle gets these stories quite I don't like know why. I, the thing I was thinking about this... Um, I think it's because I'm the just the right balance of like I'm like the perfect storm of like social foibles, right? So I'm I'm slightly socially awkward, yeah. but I'm also massively extroverted. So you collect. These so I do. So I clash into relational catastrophe. Yes. Oh, it just follows you around. It's just I love it. I'm like Lord, we've got a podcast today, Lord. Let will something you just crazy happen. Work your way, like just do have your way with Martin and, and the surrounding people that are just going to give him the fodder. We love it, don't we, people? There we is love one. it. There, just just to <gasps> wet your whistle, there is one in this episode. What? When? Now? No, no, on the recording because you know you know we recorded oh. that thing together. Oh yeah. There was a story. Oh, that oh something had gosh, just happened. There was a something story, and we were all like witnesses to it. Oh dear! You were, so, I would say uh, you were all wetting yourselves, but that kind of oh, ruin, ruins the story. It does ruin the story. So, yeah. friends, grab your eggnog. We're not there in yet. Honor. We're not there oh, yet. we're not there. Yet. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Rachel, don't grab. Any Sometimes eggnog. I find when we're doing the podcast, you do just rush ahead without even looking at me and saying, <laughs> "What's the next special bit?" Awkward. I am the person that wraps things up. Like you are. You trying to wrap it up straight away? You do. I tell you, you do that on the phone. You do that on the phone. You always want to be the first person to put the phone down. It isn't an anxiety of mine, but um, you hear the bells are really good. Oh, he's he's trying to leave. Okay, cheers, bye. (laughs) I put the phone down first. You do that all the time. Every time. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to just hold the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's just chat about anything. Okay, right, what is so, it? So what I was going to tell so you. Awesome. So we're wearing the headgear. Yeah. You're wearing antlers. Antlers, though. For just audio only. Yeah. I imagine there's no real audio only listeners to this episode. <laughs> I imagine everyone has rushed out to watch the uh, cinematic ep- <laughs> epic that Matt Allen is filming for oh, us. Oh, Matt Allen. Our own uh, Christmas elf. 
stop. <laughs> you can't just call everyone an elf. I got to the age where I can. As I keep saying to you, Rachel, we're not all your minions. <laughs> so, um, so I'm wearing yes a uh, a rather fetching uh, Santa hat, mm. and the reason I'm wearing that is because oh, this Christmas, oh, no. for the first time ever, what? I have been asked to play Santa. Ooh, it's such a big responsibility. Are you ready for this? Well, it feels like a rite of passage. It feels like I've really hit middle age. <laughs> Who's asked you? Is it Mrs. Saunders? No, the playgroup. The, pla- the oh, local oh, playgroup. That is a beautiful What's worrying about that is I don't even know anyone from the playgroup. No. They've literally just seen me in the street and gone, tell you what, that, that fat lad over there, he'd be a good Santa. Wouldn't he? He looks about old enough. Number one, you're not a fat lad. Number two, it's profoundly missional. So your playgroup starts. Oh, Jason's ringing. My husband's ringing, saying, "Stop! It's, it's, it's going live. That's why." Do you want to I bet I can take the call because it's connected into the car. Look, it won't take the call. Oh, that's Honestly, a shame. Jason, can you hear us? He can probably hear us. We can't hear him. You're live, darling. You're going live now to the whole of the British Empire. It's not and live because we talked um, about it's not just, live. It's not live. Um, but the playgroup, you see, they want to do. They want to get somebody in who has some. Missional capacity and nouns. So when you're doing your ho 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 and you're you know doing all that kind of stuff, it's yeah. somehow it's helping people think, oh, I'll come to a carol service. Yeah, it's not a Christian playgroup. Okay, that totally ruins all of that. Yeah, I ran a, a um, Father Christmas grotto last year and got lots of the dads of the community to come and help out. I had to give them. <laughs> Sorry, hang on, <laughs> hang on a minute. No, there's nothing in there that's rude. Nothing. nothing. You dressed up. As an elf. And then got all the dads. No, before I dressed up, I I did sing a song on the school okay. WhatsApp. Okay. And I had these dressed as an elf. As an elf, and I sang um, something like, um, "Who will be Santa with me? I am dressed as a little elf." I mean, and then all the dads turned up. Hi. I don't. I do, sometimes I think like you don't understand how the world works. Like, sometimes well, I think I for somebody <laughs> who's done all this sex and relationships <laughs> education stuff. Oh, Sometimes it just passes it, you by. It filled the road. It was fine. So it's funny that all the dads <laughs> came with you dressed as an elf. The point I was trying to make was I had dad saying to the children things like, what would you like sons to get you for Christmas? Oh, I want like the latest Barbie dream house that, with a helicopter that flies itself. And, son, and the dad's saying, that's great. I'll get that for you. And I was just saying, Santa, Hang on. we cannot guarantee anything. Yeah, like, absolutely. No promises. Wow. I had to have strong words with the Santas. So there you go. So it is a responsibility. Firm hand from the elf. <laughs> Stop! So, Stop! Uh, so I've, anyway. I've got to perfect my Santa yes, voice. Yes, you do. Can you do it now, please? I haven't really tried yet. What are you going to ask the children? Because it does get a bit boring. And what can you ask the children? You can ask the children. Um, I don't even like, have you been good? That's right. awful. Have you been so good? you could say... Father Christmas isn't real, but it's based on a beautiful story of Saint Nicholas. Right. And he worked with the most impoverished communities. And what he did was really poor children put their. You could literally tell the whole story of Saint Nicholas. Oh. And then you'd never be asked it again. Could I just say, hey, tell your dad I know a hot elf? <laughs> ah! Anyway, moving on. Let's redeem this. We love Jesus. Oh, the other day, my poor children had binge watched. Chip and potato, and it was the first day of Advent. So what? Back in the month, month ago. What? But to the end of the night, and I thought, I've got, I've got all that stuff I say as a Christian youth worker about faith at home, about putting Jesus centre in Christmas. So I switched telly off, lit a candle, and got the children to sit down, and we talked about baby Jesus. I mean, it was really painful. They just weren't having what? it. Wow, what? 
What is Chip and Potato? It's a terrible programme on Netflix that is like crack cane for kids. And they right. were so poorly, they'd literally binge-watched it on the first And then you felt guilty that they just Very watched guilty. a worldly television yeah, programme. Well, so you sat them down, lit a candle and, and said, did a service. Jesus. And they were just like, what? He's here anyway. I was like, I know. My daughter's like, he's watching Chip and Potato with us. I'm like, um, it's really good theology, but right now, let's focus on him. So anyway. Wow. So Christmas hope, evening, Do you know what? I hope you've had a drink if you're listening to this. <laughs> Or an eggnog latte. Is there anything else you want to say before we... I haven't really done my voice. Okay, do your voice. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's good. That's all right, isn't it? That's very good. I I find he comes out American. He does. Ho, ho, ho. What else are you going to say? Merry Christmas. (laughs) Have you got a big beard? That is, it's the holiday armadillo voice. Amy was just saying to me beforehand, yeah, it's the hom- holiday armadillo it voice holiday from Friends. Arm- yes, it is. Yeah. I'm the holiday armadillo. Basically, you are the doorway to that free gift the kid wants. So the yeah. less of you they can have, yeah. they just want actors. And it's the little kid elf that gives them the gift anyway. Yeah. You are totally subsidiary. Just ho, ho, ho. Oh. Get the kids the present. You're just taking it away Get from me. I thought the kids were going to be like caught in absolute captivating I, wonder. I, generally, I think it's probably the worst thing to ever do because the kids are so scared of you. I don't know. Do you want to do it? Seriously. Wow. You're just talking me it. out of it now. I don't think you should. I think it's a lie, Martin. I think it's a lie. It's built on lies. So anyway, should we release people to the live podcast? Oh yeah, that's it. So that's all <laughs> we're going to do, by the way. Uh, we're not going to come back at the no, end. No. So once you've had enough of the live podcast, yeah. do just switch shall it off. We, shall we just do how much we love them then? Well, we do we love do. you. We do. Yeah. I know we muck around and we're so silly and we wither on all the time. But we genuinely have really enjoyed this year. Kind of being a bit of a tribe with you guys. We love it when you get in touch and you send us cheeky little messages. And the number of times some of you have messaged me something because you've heard something on the podcast or you want to get involved. And it's so brilliant. And we love you and we cheer you on. So thank you for everything that you've meant to us in 2019. Let's do 2020! But not yet, because it's not yet. Still 2019. Yes, still So instead of that, uh, uh, you went very serious. Your gear changed very quickly. I've taken the hat off. And the fluff is on your hair. Oh, no. You can get that on the video version, video edition. Um, There isn't a video edition of the last bit. So if you're on the video, this Mm. is the goodbye. If you're on the video, it's been nice to have you. Um, And uh, yeah, Rachel's right. We do love you, actually. So uh, have a great Christmas and enjoy uh, the live podcast recording from the National Youth Ministry Weekend. The the slightly weird thing about uh, this is going to be that I'm holding a microphone and uh, it's not for amplification, it's for recording. And so we will both have the appearance all... Uh, evening of, of people who don't know that their microphone isn't working. <laughs> and you'll feel, you'll feel compelled at all times to shout, we can't hear you, but of course you can hear us because you can hear me now. So welcome uh, to the live recording of the Youthscape podcast. Uh, we have a live audience. <laughs> the uh, most amazing thing about this, I think, is it's like three times the number of people who came the last time we did it. In fact, we did it We did it at the first National Youth Ministry Weekend in 2016, and we were so, so shamed. Was anyone there? Uh, yeah, that was it. Literally. Literally, just you two. And thank you so much. Um, so literally, uh, uh, there was a handful of people in a gargantuan auditorium. And today, the opposite has happened. We have, uh, you know, the most, most of the seats taken in a more modest venue. So... Uh, welcome to the Escape Podcast. I'm Martin Saunders. And I am Rachel Gardner. And um, make all kind of 
whoop-wooing noises if you like my white trainers. And um, because this is an audio medium that's going to really upset everyone that's not watching, but not only am I wearing trainers, which I don't ever wear, they are so white that when I tried to take a photo of them on the train <laughs> to send to you saying, look, I'm wearing trainers, they were so dazzling white, there's no definition. So it just looked like I had like these white blobs on my feet. And I'm sat in front of this huge window that at night is like a mirror. So all I can see is big white footwear. So if I'm not looking at you, Martin, it's because I'm gazing adoringly at my cheap crepes. <laughs> I, uh, I also have a kind of fashion thing going on this evening, which I should describe. Um, first of all, <laughs> first of all, uh, so I, I, I've sort of s developed a penchant for floral shirts. And I'm not sure they suit me, if I'm honest. Um, but it's, you know, it's nice to be different. And, um, and so I found this for six pounds this afternoon. Uh, yeah, impressed. That's, you know, that's fast, isn't it? And and so six pounds for a, a sort of... I, I don't know how you describe these flowers. Is any any botanists in? Um, there's a... What bad. kind of... Bad. Bad, bad flowers. flowers. Bad flowers on what's a sort of lilac colour. How are we going to do this? We've got one mic between the two of us. I'm going to be grabbing this from you all the time, aren't I? I actually might get half the... Half the podcast. Let's see. Anyway, I, um, I thought it looked good, and then uh, my friend just came up to me and said, you know who you really look like? You look like that guy at Jurassic Park. And I was like, oh, what, the adventurer? And they meant, no, no, the, the guy with the glasses, the really short-sighted guy who, um, you know the guy I mean? Yeah, you all know the guy I mean. So um, stop grabbing the microphone, Rachel. Well, I think since we have a lovely live audience, I think we should find out how many people in the audience do have an embarrassing piece of clothing. So just go, mm, if you have a piece of clothing that you know if you put it on, somebody who loves you and wants the best for you will just not be very happy. So just go, mm. That's, that's a lot of people. If it looks a little bit like Martin's shirt, say, mm. Oh, there's a view! Look! <laughs> Really enthusiastically on the front row. It's six pounds, was it, mate? So you need to go get your money back. So. Okay, so I'm interested to know who we have in the room. Uh, so first of all, have you? Could you just like raise your hand if you've ever been a Youthscape podcast? Sh oh no, no. Oh yeah, you have to make. Well, oh yeah, all right. You. This is. This is like it always is. I have my idea of things and it never quite happens. So, um, no, raise your hand for me uh, if you have been here before, uh, uh, been mentioned on the podcast as a shout-out. Oh, very obedient. obedient. Now, okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of you. Okay, so we, the rest of you, if you give us your names, we will add you to the shout-out list. How about that? They should give us their names now. After three, one, <laughs> Liam Bob. <laughs> Liam Bob. Uh, no, but we have a bunch of you here. Uh, is there anybody here who's never listened to the Youthscape podcast? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing here? Are you guys even at the conference? Okay. <laughs> I thought you might have just literally just wandered into this bar because it was open. Yeah, yeah. You, everybody came for the shops. Six pounds for the shirt. Okay, so are we having a good National Youth Ministry weekend? Yeah. <laughs> was, was there a dissenting voice in there? Is that you? 
So, uh, so you join us if you're listening to this at home uh, or uh, doing whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. You um, uh, you join us at the National Youth Ministry Weekend. We are in the uh, apartment, which is this beautiful venue downstairs from the main uh, auditorium at the National Youth Ministry Weekend. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday night. It's fair to say it's been a long day. Um, so I, you're valiant, you guys, for being here at this time. I, I mean, you are, you will regret it in half an hour, but. But uh, you are really squeezing every last drop of value out of the National Youth Ministry Weekend. So welcome uh, and sorry. Um, <laughs> just I wondered if anybody wanted to kind of tell us uh, a, a highlight. Let's stay positive. Uh, a highlight. So we've got an extra chair here. So if anyone's feeling bold um, and has actually been to the conference this weekend um, <laughs> and hasn't just been in Cineworld, Stephen. No, no, I'm only joking, Stephen. Or next. I spent ages in Gap. I got lost in Gap. So what happened in Gap was I'm wearing this um, lanyard thing and a guy asked me for help with sizing. <laughs> Genuinely, what happened? No, I couldn't. I don't understand Gap sizing. Who understands Gap sizing? So, um, so anyway, so does somebody have a story they want to share? Bob, Bob, come to the chair. I'm just trying to think of a story now, Rachel. You're like, come on, come and tell one. <laughs> the one Martin was telling that story I just gave you the steely glare of, I know you, and I know you have something to say. Now, Bob, actually, Bob, when did you and I first meet? We met in France in the Spring Harvest Holiday, Le Paz Up Tom. What were you doing there? Uh, so I was program manager at, at Spring Harvest Holidays for four years. I mean, it was amazing. Anyone been? It's just amazing. A little advert there for Spring Harvest Holidays. But you, you've gone on quite an evolution of, of youth ministry, church leadership, all kinds of. You're an amazing innovator. Do you want to tell us in a nutshell what it is that you do now? I mean, we've not prepped you for this at all. I literally stared at you and said, come on, Bob, tell us something good. But what do you do now? Uh, so you're trying to say that I've been about a bit. Is that what you yeah. <laughs> So at the minute I work for Scripture Union as a development worker, uh, working across central England, developing mission to children and young people, saying how can we reach children and young people with the gospel, and it's by going where they are and the gospel isn't yet. So schools, out in the streets, I go to a lot of chippies and talk to young people hanging out at the chip shop. And the last time I saw you, I think I brought Jason and Daisy with me. It was a conference that you ran, and they had the most ginormous water fight. And my husband, who is so competitive, brought his own massive water gun. And I'm like, Jason, these are children and teenagers that we don't know. And he's like, come on, Daisy. And he'd like brought a massive gun for her and was training her. How embarrassing after my talk. There they are, like lined up to shoot all these kids. You are amazing. Bob, what is the one thing that has been a real highlight for you at the National Youth Ministry Weekend so far? Here we go. Ding, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it, it's it, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, but for me, just to be able to sit in a room with like-minded individuals, and this morning for me there was a real turning point with Pete Gregg. Um, yeah, he was this morning. Pete Winters this morning. Oh, Pete Gregg last night then, and Pete Winter this morning. They've all been amazing. 
Uh, and for me, it is just that moment as a youth worker that you're giving, you're giving, you're giving to suddenly stop, sit down and go, Lord, what do you want to say to me today? What do you want to do this morning? What are you going to do the rest of this week? And just to be able to receive just a bit of input uh, and go, right, I want to dream dreams. I want to see God do incredible things. But sometimes I just need to go, it's not about me. It's about what God is going to do. So to have that space, to have that moment to just relax, be refreshed uh, and to uh, explore next. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob from Scripture Union. So uh, anyone else want to share a kind of highlight from the weekend, something that uh, they've really enjoyed? Rachel did a talk, just to remind you. Uh, uh, or, uh, or, or something that they feel like God has, has been saying to them over the course of this weekend. Helen. Come on, Helen. Hello. Tell us, who are you? I'm Helen. I am uh, the youth worker at St. Peter's Church in Harrow. So Rachel used to be one of my volunteers until very recently. (laughs) (laughs) Very sad. Very, very sad. Yeah, yeah. I'm here with a big potty of um, youth workers from Harrow. We've got a little Airbnb together, um, which is lovely. So just hanging out with them all the time, um, talking about how we do stuff together in Harrow has been amazing. Um, And then, yes, that's been really cool. Just being there with lots of other people and sharing what's going on in our area and being able to, to talk about that. Mm. You've taken a real lead on that, Helen, because I think we, we sort of have this dream, don't we, that in areas it's really good that we work outside of just our churches and what our young people are doing. And you've taken a real strategic lead in, in gathering the leaders and consistently doing stuff together. How is that been something that you've always massively believed in? or Yeah, yeah, um, yeah joined up youth work across churches is something that I'm passionate about and have been about my whole time of being a youth worker. Um, so very much when God called me to Harrow, that was part of my DNA to join up youth work across the area. Um, and that's what I, I love doing. And, and there was that theme last year for me was very much how can we get people to join up a bit more. And then this year, there's there's more of a call to prayer together. That's the thing that's coming out to me. So um, something we're going to go back and do, just pray together a bit more. Because um, ultimately, that is what's going to join up our youth group, just praying and seeking what God wants to do for us and our young people. Helen from Harrow, I think we might. I'm going to take a risk. We might do Q&A. That's a risk, isn't it? That with these people. Th- and also, by telling you that now, I'm giving you a moment to think up really horrible questions. I've also spotted a couple of members of my youth team <laughs> from church, so that can only go one way. Uh, but, yeah, because I, I was going to say, we just give one more chance for someone to mention the talk you literally <laughs> just did as their highlight of the weekend, and yet nothing, nothing. All right, let's move on. So tonight, you, you shared tonight about Youthscape's hopes, dreams for satellites. Yes, this is the first time we're mentioning it. I'm, no, ooh, this is the first time we're mentioning it. Should we say it again? Satellites, which is the Youthscape Summer Festival. How, now, the way you shared it, you were like, oh, I'm going to be quite vulnerable here. So do you want to just let us in a little bit? And so why did that feel vulnerable? For, for those of you that are listening, um, Martin was sharing tonight about what Youthscape stream are for the summer festival. And you started by saying, 
I'm going to do a pitch now, but this is not how you should do pitches. And actually, I'm going to be quite vulnerable about this. And so tell us a little bit what that felt like and, and why was it? And what can we be looking out for as this evolves? Um, there is a, there's a worry that I might say too much. Um, the good thing is that uh, the chief exec, Chris Curtis, never listens to the Escape podcast. But Amy, Amy, <laughs> Amy. Oh, this is new producer Amy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know whether we've got there on the podcast yet. Have we? Have we? So the first little thing to mention, do you realize this? I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but we record them in, like, blocks. Yeah. Did you know that? You did know that. You all knew that. Um, Ra Rachel doesn't come from Preston every single week to record. Yeah, you probably would. Uh, but, uh, but Amy is our new producer, so uh, um, we're really sorry. And uh, she's also in charge of marketing at Youthscape, so this is the moment where she's just like, what is he going to say? Um, so we've been working, or I've been working. I, I, kept, I kept adopting the royal we this, this evening. I don't know why. No one else is working on it. Um, and um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else cares. <laughs> it's just me with my weird metaphor on my own. Um, that, was that was a nervous laugh. Um, so I, uh, yeah, so about 18 months ago, I'm, oh, have you come to pray for me? <laughs> okay, it's distracting. Um, so about 18 months ago, um, I'm in a French shower, as I mentioned this evening. I don't know. I didn't need to add that detail, did I? There's this, this little, there's this little voice in my head when I'm up there that's always just throwing in stuff, going, "Say something stupid, say something ridiculous." And at that moment, I did. So I, wa so I was in the shower, and I, and I, and I, in that moment, I know it's a bit weird, especially if you work on the bar here. Uh, it, it's really weird to say this, but I, I believe I heard the audible voice of God. And I believe that I heard him say the word satellites, which is not what you're expecting while you're reaching for the shower gel in a French <laughs> campsite. Um, and so I kind of prayed into that. And there's a long story about how we got there. But uh, essentially, this idea has kind of been germinating for the last 18 months. Um, we were responding to, uh, as you know, Soul Survivor had asked us to do a, a, a festival. The idea was that um, in the summer, if you were at, just say, mm, if you were at Soul Survivor this summer. Okay, most of you. So at Soul Survivor, there were a few events that were mentioned, and uh, th the idea was we were going to be one of those. Uh, and so uh, in the end, uh, we had to sort of, we got to about May of, uh, of 2019, and there were three things that hadn't landed into place. Uh, we hadn't found any money, uh, we hadn't been able to book the showground that we wanted to book. And also, uh, there was a really sort of key member of staff that we had identified who we really wanted to hire. And it wasn't just like, he wasn't just anyone. You know, when you just, you know it's the right person. And we really knew this. And he said to us categorically that that wasn't going to be right for him. And so we had, we had a week of prayer as an organization, a week of prayer and fasting and discernment, which was very earnest. And we imagined, therefore, at the end of that, we would receive about 300,000 uh, pounds, a showground of our own, and, uh, you know, and a legion of great people to work for us. And in fact, what happened at the end of that week, very clearly, was like we got three no's in very dramatic ways. No, no, no. And so, um, so then we made this public announcement. Uh, I say public, like the 10 people who follow us on social media. Uh, th we, made a, we made a public announcement that we, um, uh, we, we actually had decided we weren't going to do the festival. We made that announcement at, uh, at 12 midday, because in a rather self-important way, we thought we should do it at midday, because people will, 
you know, be sitting by their social media accounts. And as, as we t- 12 o'clock will become some sort of significant hour of the day where the, the news will hit as they're, as they're waiting for the lunchtime news. The news from Newscapers were not doing a festival. Uh, it seems silly now. Anyway, I know that it was 12 o'clock midday. And then uh, at 5 past 12 on that day, um, I got a phone call from a friend of mine uh, who said, hey, you know that guy I've been telling you about for the last six months who was interested in your idea, uh, who is a, a funder, he's a wealthy guy. Uh, hey, he's really interested, he'd love to meet you. And I'm like, your timing could be better. <laughs> you know, like it's 10 minutes earlier and we could have not sent this thing out. But we just told the world that we weren't going to do a festival and then straight away we uh, got this, Id- this, this news that somebody wanted to help fund it. And so I was like, what is going on? And then, um, and then we got to um, uh, a, a, few, uh, a few weeks later, and suddenly we got a call from the showground that we'd been in touch with, and they had uh, changed their mind. They changed the position on whether we might be able to hire them. And then the guy, you know the punchline, the guy who we'd really hoped to hire suddenly came back to us and had had a change of heart. And suddenly the three no's had turned to three yeses. And so um, uh, it wasn't entirely, it's not entirely true. Like the truth is we still, uh, as I said tonight, we need about 150,000 pounds to get the thing off the ground. Um, But the other two things are pretty much in place. And and, and so we've had people say to us kind of in the, you know, prophetic words, we're comfortable with prophetic words, aren't we here? Um, uh, that actually God wasn't saying no, he was saying wait. And so we're, we're driving towards 2021. Uh, and honestly, the only thing we have, I mean, we have some ideas, but where we've started is the discipleship journey that we want to take young people on. And that's, I think, a good thing. And I think that's, you know, all the kind of, everything else around that is window dressing to some extent. We have to get the heart of it right. We have to. We want to see transformation in young people. And this idea, I don't know how well I explained it, uh, but this idea that we want to move people beyond that moralistic, therapeutic deism, that idea of God just as another lifestyle choice, and actually embed the idea of God at the center uh, feels really exciting to me. I've heard a number of people say similar things. Uh, Pete Gregg apparently said it at the early day yesterday. Um, uh, so uh, people text me occasionally, go, oh, someone's just been uh, using your metaphor. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> I mean, Pete Gregg didn't steal my metaphor, just so, because he does listen. He does listen. I didn't give him the fiver. If anybody's listened to the podcast long enough to know that I owe Pete Gregg a fiver, that's clearly no one. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so, so, so that's where we are. We're in this slightly messy place of having a great idea uh, needing loads more work around it. We want to go out to, to around the country to talk to young people. Um, but uh, it's not quite landed, and that's why tonight I couldn't quite say what I wanted to, which is, here's the date, here's the venue. So as this is the podcast with the gloves off and a little bit of alcohol in the system, tell us, what what does that... that thank you for sharing all of that. That's really interesting and really helpful. Um, what does that feel like? Like when you, when you, because I've, I've kind of walked this a bit with you and we've had many conversations where it's like, what is this? What is God saying? And, and, and we, we, we don't want to second guess God, but we want to read the signs right, don't we? We want to plow on like, there's no money, there's no showground, there's no people. It's a yes, you know, we, we want to be really wise. But then you, you make the announcement, five minutes later, things begin to change. What, what does that feel like as a leader? Because actually in our own areas, we've all faced that. Like we've nailed our colors to the mast and then God's changed 
the play playing field. What did that feel like for you? Because this is quite public. This. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great question. Uh, it's, be, it's been quite a difficult and painful kind of 18 months in some ways. It's been exciting and exhilarating. Uh, Pete Winter this morning talked about imposter syndrome. I, was, I don't know about you. I love the fact that he named that because I was like, yeah, that's, I have that. I have that too. And uh, I've had a lot of that over the last 18 months as well. I had somebody, uh, and, and you know, just don't take this to heart, but somebody kind of said about me that the reason it didn't happen is because I didn't have the spiritual authority to, to lead it. Uh, and I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Um, but it's a hard thing to hear said about you. Um, and um, it's hard not to take that to heart a little bit. Yeah, come on, Rach. <laughs> you never thought that would get back to me. Uh, the walls at Youthscape are surprisingly thin. Uh, yeah, so that's been hard. But I think for me, this has always been a, like uh, an exercise in obedience. And I think we were always being obedient from the start, trying to make it happen. And then there was this moment of obedience of laying it down, which was really difficult. But also, there was a kindness in it. There was a kindness in the fact that it was three no's. If it had been like two no's and a yes, I don't know what I would have done, done with that. Uh, but because it was so clear, there was an act of obedience. It was like, okay, this is the next thing. And then the hardest act of obedience is the embarrassing one, which is, uh, which is going, uh, and, and Pete Gregg talked about this. See how I'm weaving in the whole National Youth Ministry Weekend thing that we're supposed to be talking about. Um, Pete Gregg talked about um, being brave enough to pioneer a second and a third time last night. And I think it's an, it, there's an embarrassment sometimes to pioneering for a second time. And so, um, you know, yeah, it's very vulnerable. Like an event like this seems to go quite well every year. There's not much on the line for me. Like, personally, like I, I, I had a pretty good idea. I knew I was going to speak. I knew what they were going to say. I knew we were going to have a good time. Um, Andy Windmill was a bit of a risk. Uh, <laughs> he's in the room. <laughs> he's in the room. Um, but, uh, but something like this, there was much more vulnerability. And so, um, so with this kind of not knowing whether it's going to come off, like, I'm actually, I I'm actually writing a book uh, that will come out next November called We Are Satellites, which is a kind of a, uh, I don't think I've ever said that. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Uh, so I'm writing a book at the moment, which is kind of the... We Are the Satellites, We Are Made Spin. No. <laughs> but, um, no. But, uh, but, but yeah, so I'm, so I'm, so it's quite vulnerable because I'm right, at the moment I'm writing the vision statement for a thing that may never happen. And the worst thing about it is the book's getting published anyway. So my goodness, I'm like, that is like new levels of vulnerability. Yeah. Like this book's going to come out and it'll be like, we had a vision for a festival. We hope it happens and then people are going to get it and then it might not. So um, I've just realized that I feel like I'm in an anxiety dream right now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So yeah. Actually, the mic I'm after. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. And I think actually for all my banter and, and cheekiness, Given um, if you kind of like really stand with Martin on that, mm, like that is that is beautiful, and I hope you hear that we are we are behind you. Mm, the crown shake. You mentioned Andy Wimmel. He was going to be my next guest because I think all through this, don't you find that as as individuals in whatever God's called us to do, but also as churches or as organisations, sometimes God kind of gets gets running alongside you, people that kind of are a little bit ahead in the game with this. And one of the great blessings for us as Youthscape in hosting 
hosting the National Youth Ministry Weekend here is, is the friendship of Urban Devotion Birmingham. And through Urban Devotion Birmingham, the friendship of many other key leaders in Birmingham and the black country. And um, one of the things that Andy and the team are so beautiful at doing is just committing all of this to God in prayer. And we've just known your friendship through this. And you often, without realizing it, will timely send us texts saying, we've just been praying for you, we've been standing for you. So isn't it wonderful when God puts alongside us people that are contending in their own spheres for something very similar. So, Andy Windmill, I've not given you any warning. I've got a, a free chair. Come and join us in the podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Woo. You did give him quite a lot of warning because that was the longest introduction I've ever heard to any guest, ever. I did ignore her for quite a while. Though. <laughs> uh, Andy. Andy, what's been your... Well, come on, apart from Rachel's talk, what's been your highlight of this weekend? Probably your radio shirt, I think. That's, um, it's beautiful. It's a lovely, lovely shirt. I, feel, I can't really describe it. Um, highlight of the weekend. Um, do you know what? There was an amazing session. Rachel was incredible this evening. Um, but just before, <laughs> just before Rachel, um, Sarah Williams, who I've not met before, I've not heard before. And do you know what? It was fascinating because the first half of her talk, I could barely hear because there was an audio problem. And it's like everyone in the room was leaning in. And as they leant in, just felt like God was starting to work in people's hearts. And um, as she came in to finish what she was saying, and she just crafted this beautiful historical story about transformation. And it was transformation that took place where somebody brought their hurt and their pain, and they laid it on the line. And she said some things about prayer. And so one of the things she said was that prayer allows us to participate in the imagination of God. I just thought, what an incredible thing to say. And so actually, probably for each of us, what we are doing is we are setting ourselves on something that we can never achieve by ourselves. And God can do something more than we can ever imagine. And so as we act, we see a certain amount happen. But actually, as we pray, we participate in God's imagination and something bigger than that happens. So I think that was possibly my, my highlight. And that's why we love Andy saying what he said in like 10 seconds. Can we hate him? <laughs> hate him! Wow. You can go now. Oh, no, love you, love you, love you. Right. And I, I feel a little podcast wouldn't be complete unless we do a little cheeky promotion. In the front row is lovely Gareth Cheeseman. And the first thing that I was pointed out to me when I arrived today was the new look. Is it okay? So Gareth Cheeseman, get yourself over here. Ladies and gentlemen, Gareth Cheeseman. So uh, we love every year the new stuff, don't we? We love the new stuff. And uh, as well as the new stuff we're given, there's loads of brilliant stuff, brilliant stands out in the foyer, wonderful organizations doing awesome things. But a few years ago, when we think about dreaming big dreams and sort of seeing change in society, you and I got our heads together because we were concerned about issues around sexting, so quite heavy stuff. So we're not going to go down the heavy line now, but it's really exciting to see that as something we innovated a few years ago has had a new evolution. Do you want to tell us in a nutshell, Gareth, what is Is It Okay? Uh, it's a resource to give young people the opportunity to talk about what type of images should and shouldn't be shared. And so we had a really surreal day of getting two mannequins <laughs> and dressing them up in the basement of Youthscape <laughs> and taking photos. Yeah. 
and that's where the resource comes from because it then allows young people to talk about it in such a beautiful, safe way and it's a fun way and it's odd and it's quirky and the young people love it. But it was one of our weirdest days that we've there spent. There were some images that we took that were like, that's going to be fine. And the moment we took it, we were like, no, 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 that image is not okay, not at all. Uh, we, won't, we won't mention them because they're not PG, are they? But it's interesting, after a few years of, of, yeah, of, uh, of, of this resource, we've kind of gone back to people that have used it, recognised that culture's moving on rapidly, how young people are engaging on social media is changing, and we sort of relaunched resource. So what are some of the changes that people can expect in the new Is It OK boxes? Well, it was, it was so great that a resource sold out. They, they were such a demand for it and from such different sources like the police officers that have been using it and the teachers and the youth workers and that's great and what we want to do is we wanted to update it with better um, guidance and support and information about what's going on and how it works, uh, tweaking some of the photos, some of the photos weren't quite working right, the mannequins were just a little bit too odd and giving some different options to uh, make it really fly and of course making the box prettier and making it lovely, because it's such a beautiful green. Um, but we're like, we can make it better. Brilliant. So Gareth, you are on the asset stand, is that right? Brilliant. So people can come and see you at any point. Have you got free sweets on your stand? No, we don't have free sweets. We're the ones who keep. Oh, that's, that's, that was surprising. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Um, but if you, you come to our store. Well, you haven't seen. We've got a new little game as well. Now, it's an old youth worker favourite of Dobble. But it's like Dobble, but it's relationships and sexual health. So when you're wandering through the stand and you just hear those people shouting out <laughs> vulva and bum, that's, that, that's our stand. That's, what's, that's what we're doing. So you can come play that. Edition of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Gareth from Assets. So uh, uh, we need to wrap this up. I'm going to give you one confession from this evening. Uh, nobody knows this. Well, I told I told one confession, which is that I ended up wearing my son's underpants for the day today, which uh, for various reasons uh, that I won't go into. But uh, I'll tell you what happened to me. This is just one of these things that only happens to me. And Ali was sitting with me at the front. We just uh, I just we just introduced you this evening, so we had about what turned out to be about 45 minutes to wait until the end. And uh, uh, you might have gone slightly over. And um, that was a very passive-aggressive way for me to give you feedback, wasn't it? <laughs> In front of an audience. That was a little long. Anyway, uh, so um, I was very thirsty, having just done that announcement beforehand. And so what I did was um, I, my, my water bottle had run out. And, I, and somebody had said to me earlier, I can't believe you're using... Uh, single-use disposable plastic water bottles for the speakers. And I was like, oh, gosh. In this moment, I, even though I had like a big bottle of water and a cup in front of me, I thought, I've got to do my bit for the planet. I don't know what I was thinking. So I, what I did was I, I put the empty bottle between my legs, and then I took the big bottle, and I started to fill it up. <laughs> and then I got jogged by Ali Martin as she came and sat down, and I just poured water all over my trousers <laughs> in a sort of random scattergun pattern which looked like I'd peed myself. Thank you. And then I thought, I'm going to have to get up and, uh, at the end. And so I literally, all the way... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not joking. I spent half an hour... I'm so glad you didn't look down because all the way through your talk, I was rubbing my thighs. <laughs> That's horrendous. That's, I'm 
traumatised. And the Lord definitely protected me from seeing that. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, I feel this podcast has, has, has gone to the dark place that Ali said we were not allowed to go. Ali and her notices said, don't go through that door, it takes you to a dark place. And I think that she meant the podcast, didn't she? Friends, we are so glad that you have been here. If you are glad that you stay to the bitterest of ends, go, mmm. Oh, thank you. Everyone listening online, we love you, love you lots, and we wish that you were with us. And in fact, you can still book on the next year, the National Youth Ministry Weekend. So, friends, why don't you hug the person next to you, tell them you're so glad to have this live, shared experience with them, and uh, we're going to say goodnight. Martin, you are awesome. I think you're awesome. I affirm you. In the name of the Lord, I affirm you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on the Youthscape Podcast.